Hello, and welcome back to the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master for another thrilling Dungeons & Dragons adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Chad Fleet. Kayhal, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Falrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarjax. Recap time. Uh, Madam Lori has a dimensional clusterfuck for us to fall into, and <laughs> I mean it would be rude not to fall into it at this point. We're we're doing an anti heist. We're we're securing <laughs> things. We're securing things from her own vault that is now dangerous, rather than stealing things from her vault, which is dangerous. It's we're like white hat vault crackers. We're man we're de stealing. Not man versus man. Yeah. <laughs> That, that um, and so there's someone set off a bomb that made reality go all wobbly. And now we yeah, need to go some... clean it up because she was keeping a hatchling scale in her basement, which is the size of like a continent. To be fair, she the hatchling scale wasn't in her basement. The hatchling scale was in a basement that was subsequently removed to an entirely separate dimension. Yeah. It's still her responsibility. Yeah, and now she's cleaning it up. Yeah, well, yeah. She implied that she's gonna just close it all off and then just reopen somewhere else. She didn't say it was timey wimey wibbly wobbly, did she? Or is it's it just gonna be. regular spatial wibbly wobbly? I like that I you guys spatial. are so used to this sort of thing now that you have, like, there's a standard <laughs> for how much spatial distortion you consider normal. Right, yeah. <laughs> In terms of, I, I was borrowing that a little bit from well, not a little bit. It was exactly from uh, Doctor Who. Yes. But, um, yeah. we. Uh, <laughs> what level of uh, spatial fuckery are we getting ourselves in? Only one way to find out. How many irky baffle stones? <laughs> <laughs> That's a, is, all right. This is That's a good scale. This is a solid 2.5 irky. <laughs> we don't know yet. We, don't know. <laughs> yeah, we really don't know yet. We don't know until we get in there, and that's the yeah. problem. Like... We won't know till we're high-fiving ourselves, and then the other side of us leans in and whispers the exact date and time of our death. And then Wait, we'll be like, so okay. I'm confused about the scale. Is 2.5 Erkies, like, the how difficult it is to actually handle 2.5 Erkies, or is it 2.5 times one Erky Bafflestone? One which Erky is... Bafflestone is prime material normal. Okay. What? Wait, no, 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 no. no. One Erky like... Bafflestone is us walking by each other in a tangled smorgasbord of... Oh, that, that was at least a, a seven on the Bafflestone. But yeah. that's a one! That was one Erky Bafflestone's no, 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 no. He's had, like... No, that was, like, that 50 Erky Bafflestones. That's still one Erky! Oh, like, if that's, that's the real secret to the scale. standard, like, you start there. It's, it's, it's the one horsepower problem. <laughs> oh, that's true. Different horses have different powers. Yeah. It's you got to start with one it's, metric Erky. So you can some of them can breathe fire. So there's infinity Erky baffle stones. And it's like, yeah, I would expect two Erky baffle stones to make more of a mess. But I'm talking about like two separate Erkies, not like one Erky with many copies all working in yeah, tandem. Yeah, okay. I'm talking okay. about the chaos that would happen when two Erky baffle stones each try to implement their plan at the Honestly, same time and step on each other's toes. Since since he alone mm. almost destroyed the the 
entire fabric of the universe, maybe one Erky is the top of the scale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe we're just like I just, a, That's the problem, but I feel like things can get fuckier so than they did. 10 milli Erkies? <laughs> not, not bad, not good, you know. I think things can get weirder. I think things can get weirder than than yeah. uh, one Erky, but in, in terms of danger to the universe itself, uh, I'm not worried about danger to the universe. I'm worried about weirdness. Like we okay, already so have. We're, uh, then we're not defining simply uh, Erky Bafflestone's scale is not simply just for the level of dimensional danger we're in, but also the 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 oddity. Yeah, scale? I would say it's an oddity it's, scale as well. It is the a measure of dimensional spaghettification. Okay. <laughs> I still think that one would, could possibly be the end of the. I be the top, I will accept but... that, but only because then we can declare something a one point five Erky situation, and everyone will be like, oh, "It's off the charts." <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, right. and that'll be like Erky with Voldemort's head in the back. If we oh said that, no, in all right. But no, it's just another Erky. It's, it's Erky with right Saskia's then, head on the back. But then also, when you think about it oh, in no. retrospect, one Erky Bafflestone was not enough to destroy the fabric of the universe. No, but it's so... about the. Look, I don't care about the perceived <laughs> risk of the universe. I care about weirdness. You don't. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure you. Well, don't. hang on. We need two different scales. Then we need the Erky yeah. scale, which is weirdness. And then we need the yeah. Bafflestone scale, which is danger. No, I think. Uh, danger, to, like threat level to the universe, is probably more aptly described by the Alchemist Club scale. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, other other information of note that the listener may wish to be reminded of is that Madame Lori is an unfathomably powerful undead who has been operating her casino for centuries. That's a factoid you she, may want to make note of and yeah. she seems to know a lot about a lot of things yes that's what happens when you've been operating a casino for centuries yeah um yeah so you guys are having this discussion about the erky scale uh as you descend the grand staircase from your penthouse apartments i say penthouse they're like part of a big block of hotel rooms that are dimensionally transmogrified to resemble penthouse apartments. There's a fish tank in the floor. Yes. Uh, yeah, and you you descend down the grand staircase back into Madame Laurie's den of misfortune. And despite the fact that it's like 8.30 in the morning, uh, all, you know, card tables are full, people are at the slot machines, party never stops here. Chain smoking grandmas just uh, doing their thing. Yep, that, that's actually some casinos. That's not. This it's is like normal. Most casinos. Yeah, they they're not supposed to have windows. So you don't know what time it is. Exactly. Well, that's. Right. I mean, obviously, confounded by the fact that like half of this casino is made of glass. They're just time spells. <laughs> okay. Um, we need to find. Uh, Maravaggio, so we can get our last stuff because they said they had things for us before we go. Yes, they were like, Hey, before you go into that spaghetti, we've got your spaghetti waiters. And we're like, I <laughs> scanned the horizon for a seven foot tall, nine foot, nine foot tall, nine foot. Hmm. 
I think I see him. <laughs> yeah, Maravaggio is extremely easy to spot. Uh, he is actually. Leyland, what do your elf eyes see? <laughs> he He's just right points. There. <laughs> <laughs> ah, amazing. Um, Maravaggio is standing at the uh, the door again with his clipboard. Um, but his clipboard is only being held in one hand at this juncture. The other hand is full of um, like somebody's shirt collar who has been lifted up to Maravaggio's quote-unquote face level. Hmm. Uh, and he says, we don't want none of your kind in our casino. And he chucks hmm. the man like a good 10 feet. I, I investigate this man. Is he a racial minority or just poor? Well, is he a flesh minority? Is he like bony or is he like a flesh bag? Oh, like they don't allow other undeads in here? No, he's he's fleshy. Maravaggio like dusts his hands off and says, true church bastards. <gasps> oh. oh! Yeah, that's what I was thinking. What? I sidle up to Maravaggio and go, good morning to you. Morning. So can you like smell him or how does that work? We have... Uh... We have ways of, of detecting membership in the true church. We would really like to know those ways. We get some false positives from time to time, but really, we're not hurting for customers. Yeah, we're okay with like a 5% false yeah. positive rate. <laughs> I can live with that. Question. Would we want to snag this guy for... Uh... Not right now. We don't, we don't have time. What are we going to... Yeah, it, someday. Also, also alert them to the fact that we're here. Yeah, exactly. Wait, did we ever really talk about how the fact that we're like true church people now too? Because we know that there's an extra one. I, mean, I don't think that makes us true church. I think that just makes us in the know. Yeah. Okay. Well, as so, as long as we're not dicks about it, we're not true church. <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're not capturing and experimenting on people using hatchling material, yeah, I think we're good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I... that, guys. I would think, though, that the reason that guy is here is because they already that we're here as well. So I don't, I don't think we're getting our cover blown. This might be, like, the safest place on the continent, though. Yeah. Maravaggio, like, sort of yeah. leans down and he says, no, they, they try to break in here once a week. <laughs> Wild. Plankton. <laughs> 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 They'll never get me formula. I've hidden me horcrux under me bed. Uh, Maravaggio. Yeah. We were told that uh, Madame Laurie had something for us before we departed on our quest. Is that something we talked to you about, or do we go up to the office? Oh, yeah, no, I can... Give me a minute. And he uh, yeah, yeah. hands his clipboard again to the next most imposing skeleton at the door. <laughs> um, Modron rules. <laughs> and uh, steps inside, like, off to off to the left of the door and, like, starts patting his waistcoat pockets and produces um, a few things. Uh, the first of which is uh, what look like um nails they're three probably like four inch long nails that are made of adamantine Whoa. which he hands to you uh 
a small uh, laminated piece of parchment that has um, basically like security written on it and then a handful of runes underneath and uh, several bundles that are uh, sort of wrapped up in brown paper and twine. And he says, okay, first, these are adamantine spikes. They have been specifically made so that you can drive them into the ground and it will stabilize your local space-time continuum. Nifty. So, like, you have to put spike through your foot into the ground to, like, hold you to it? I mean, No, Desmond, you... You, you put it through your eye socket so you can see. Oh, okay. Uh, you do that first, though. Yeah. <clears throat> this isn't Mistborn. <laughs> can we please add humilergy to this campaign, though? Look, <laughs> what I have planned for the future is none of your business yet. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, says, no. All right. These are pretty difficult to make. You should only use them if you feel it absolutely necessary that you need to, like, rest down there. Oh, I see. We don't know how long you're going to be there. We don't know what subjective time is like down in the vaults. Oh, no, subjective time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we're going to oh, miss no. your wedding. I'm sorry. Nah. Well, no, wait, wait. We that's might show up. Like... We have to go do the heist, though. We have to oh, heist. We might wedding. go back in time. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, we go like we we'll like show up a week from now, like a week ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait to high five myself from the past. Remember like, how that worked out? Remember the time you, you pulled your, like your pants fell down? You didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I couldn't find a copy of my favorite wand anywhere. Um... All right. So that's in the parcels, yes? No, those are the spikes. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, the second item, he says, this is a security key card that should get you down through the 10th floor. Assuming Which that is the one that vaporizes you if you're unauthorized. It will take you more or less up to that point, yes. Neat. We're not entirely sure, again, what anything looks like down past the first couple of floors. That's fine. Um, and he holds up the the last thing, uh, the like parcels, and he says, "These are rations because I don't know how much food you brought with you from your tree." <laughs> and again, uh, you could be down there a long time. Yeah, we don't have anything to dip it in. Well, maybe All by right. the time we come back up, the valor of Juck and true church and everything else won't even matter. Maybe it'll anymore. all just sort itself out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like yeah, maybe, your optimism, Leland. Maybe somebody else will defeat the true church. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> cool if there were other heroes on the continent. Alright, well, um, my about you? Thank you. Uh, lead the way. Let's, uh, no time like the present, you know? Anything else you want to know before you go down? Uh, <sighs> just that thing about how you discern oh. true church members, but I imagine we... <laughs> that's sort of an involved conversation. Yeah, kinda. Do you think there's anything else we need to know? Look, I'm not paid to think things, really. I'm okay. mostly the well, muscle Well, we have a question, here. you're gonna have to think of an answer. If Chad. Damn. <laughs> 
Teddy's nine like, feet tall. He's just like, <laughs> he's just like now's your last time to, to ask questions. It's like, okay, how about this? What do you think we should do? He's like, ah, I ain't got time for this. I'm, I'm not going to give you like a detailed listing of every piece of information that I think uh, might be necessary for you down there because I don't know. What, uh, what were the common defenses you talking... had before things went wrong? Say what? What were the common defenses you had before things went wrong? Well, we got skeletons. Check. Lots of skeletons down there. Um... <laughs> More skeletons. More skeletons. No, it's mostly like pretty standard guard stuff <laughs> and locks for the first few floors. Once you get down to like... I got run into like a beholder or anything that's like... Oh, God, no. Yeah, so outdated. You Do you have any idea how much there? you have to pay a beholder to guard something? I don't know. Money? Yeah, I don't know. All how much money? Just force it? Uh... I'd say I think Lori can afford just about anything. So Yeah, but there's got to be cheaper options, you know. Are Wait. there traps? Uh, a handful, maybe? I, again, we don't really <laughs> know what's survived down there, and most of the stuff is was designed to sort of capture rather than kill until the 10th floor. That's comforting. Yeah. And what floor was the objects we're looking for Bottom. On? Very bottom. How many floors Floor is that? There are 15 floors of vaults before you reach okay. the extra-dimensional portion. Okay. Did you... <laughs> um, do you how have a count of how many... Because you had a lot of demiplanes. Yes. Managing storage. How many demiplanes total did you have? Like, was it like, oh, we have four, or oh, we had 113 all dedicated to their specific craft? There were three demiplanes. Okay. Were those all segmented off of the prime material, or are we looking at like a plane of fire, a plane of snakes, and a plane of <laughs> razor blades? They were segmented off the prime material. Okay, I just like if there's any way we can recognize which plane we're on, I want that kind of info. Is there a numbering system or a aesthetic thing? Are they color coded? Well, please tell me they're color coded. Contains a scale that is the size of a relatively large sky island. Okay, so we'll know that one. Uh, one of them is full of equipment used in adamantium processing. Okay, we might know that one. And one of them contains artifacts of tremendous power as well as uh, much of Lori's sensitive research equipment. Hmm. Well, that's going to be confusing between the adamantine one and that one, but we'll make it work. They probably don't look like I remember them anymore. All right. Let's get to it. Now, I uh, should note, I meant, I, the boss mentioned last time that one of the security protocols was known to temporarily connect the uh, security checkpoint with the Shadowfell. Um, <laughs> yes. There may be some leakage. Uh, well, mm. I expect our hatchling abilities to make things worse, so. <laughs> yeah. Fine. So anything you tell us is it's just gonna get all right. It's so okay, so there's gonna be four yeah. planes then, and one of them is gonna be the Shadowfell. We can deal with that. Um, cool. And he looks at all five of you, 
and holds up a bony finger, which is large. <laughs> and he says, do not take anything out of the vaults. Right. Anything? Just the stuff we're told to, to bring back to her. That's it. Well, if you find the bodies of the heist team, feel free to loot those. Everything how are we else supposed... is off limits. Is how the vault going to turn know... to lava? in all this dimensional crap that anything we find isn't from another dimension and not from the vault. There's a very easy way to uh, circumvent that problem, which is don't touch it. Oh. Mm. All right, guys, let's do it. Maybe a little bit. But what if no. there's free stuff? Yeah, no. loot. Basically, is the whole vault going to melt if, if we touch something we shouldn't? Ched. Lich gold can buy many trinkets. <laughs> okay. If the flying carpet comes out with us, then the flying carpet comes out with us. Yeah. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> All right. Uh... I did briefly toy with calling the casino Lori's Cave of Wonders. <laughs> Gross. Let's do it. All right. In we go. Okay. You head over to the... Uh, the door that goes down. Um, the first floor is open. Does, to... does the door literally just fall backwards and down? Like, no. Is it like a drawbridge? No. No, Maravaggio <laughs> just goes just down an elevator shaft. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because if you recall, the first floor of the vaults are like safety deposit boxes and right. such for the patrons of the casino. Uh, so there's a there's a skeleton in a security booth, wearing like the hat and sitting with his feet up on the desk reading a newspaper. Um, and he looks up at you as you approach the door, going down to the basement, and just kind of waves you through. And you go down. As, as pass by, I just see the newspaper and say, "How about that local sports team?" Can't believe they lost. Man, I that ref needs to get his eyes checked. <laughs> never, never bet on the Elvish football team when they're playing against the Mountain Home Rocketeers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I just uh, flash my all-access fast pass at anyone who stops us and. We're just we're always looking for stairs if we could find an elevator shaft to throw ourselves down that would speed this up immensely nope <laughs> i'm on i'm on the lookout for an elevator if you recall uh from the blueprints that laurie showed you each level of the vaults is accessed through a single stairwell which is opposite the stairwell you used to reach it that's exhausting but secure <laughs> God, it must be such a pain in the ass to get anything out of this vault. You're like, hi, yes, I'd make, like to make a withdrawal. And they're like, well, certainly, sir. That'll be one week from now. Nobody is allowed to make withdrawals except on the first floor. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Which, as you descend, you can see that it's uh, like a cross between the safety deposit room of a bank and a coat check. Yeah. Um. Of note is that all of the vaults are actually clear, <clears throat> so you can see what's inside of them. Oh, not to be tempted anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only 
like opaque features on each of the safety deposit boxes is a number and a keyhole. It's like frost, frosting and glass. whatever objects happen to be inside. Uh, and there are some casino patrons milling around down here, opening boxes, uh, taking things out, putting things in. Uh, a couple of skeleton attendants are standing about. One of them is sweeping an incredibly polished section of floor. <clears throat> there is a security checkpoint at the far end uh, next to a staircase leading down. Flash my, flash my pass. And then we go. Uh, this one is slightly more attentive, actually sitting up, keeping an eye on things. Uh, when you show him the security card, he does indeed wave you through. Going down, uh, you reach the second floor, which is uh, kind of split into two halves. On the right, you can see there's a big clear vault that appears to be, it's like 20 feet to a side and is full of racks and racks of casino chips. Oh. <laughs> I, can, I can hear Desmond's heartbeat increase. I was about to say, just kind of pushing him along. Like, you guys don't need me, right? <laughs> um, on the other half, there are, there are a couple of like open spaces uh, one of which is another security office next to the staircase you just came down, um, currently unoccupied. Uh, there is what looks like a staff break room that does not appear to contain any furniture. Um, or There's like a table and stuff, but it's all dusty, and there are a bunch of skeletons that are just kind of standing perfectly still. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the the kind of third open space um, looks like a like skeleton maintenance bay. There are racks on the walls of like leg bones and arm bones, uh, assorted vertebrae, that sort of thing. And there are a couple of skeletons over there that are like swapping out pieces of themselves. Ah, so it's the break room in case they have breaks that they just. <laughs> hey, somebody got it. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. All right, uh, Rad. We should get our own skeleton army, guys. For sure. I'd trust skeletons to man the uh, tree ship a lot more than Juxian college students. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like with the diet of an average Juxian college student, so you're basically getting the same thing. <laughs> uh, before you ask, secondary metabolite processing does not produce ramen. <laughs> Why not? Because you haven't purchased that upgrade. Pasta is a plant. Not yet. <laughs> Alright. Alright. The next floor down um, is basically like Scrooge McDuck's gold vault. Oh, dear Lord. Yes! Um, it consists entirely of the hallway that you are in leading straight across, and then a clear wall with a big 
like fancy vault door on it, and on the other side it is like gold pieces and platinum pieces um, arrayed in vast and dizzying mounds. Um, what else? Oh, there is um, make a make perception checks for me. Look, guys, dice rolling. Whoa, it's been dice. One, like thirty episodes. Rolling dice. No, 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 no rush. I mean, if you just want to, like, let us walk forward, it's okay. 19. 22. Ooh, that's like a... 11. 13. 22. I'm just so distracted by all this gold. 8. That's <laughs> fitting, right? Desmond's eyes are replaced by dollar signs. Uh, those of you who are not as distracted by the glittering promise of wealth, uh, notice that a couple of the gold mounds look an awful lot like, like identically so to other gold mounds that you can see in the vault. Like somebody has copy pasted them. Okay, I thought I thought for a second you were gonna tell me we were gonna get attacked by shambling mounds made of gold. <laughs> I have in the past in a different campaign. I actually had a, a dragon made of gold pieces. Yeah. Which was a fun boss fight. But that's not what's happening here. No. Um, you suspect that you are beginning to see some of the uh, previously mentioned spatial distortion. This seems great. Like, we could just leave stuff in this room and item dupe it. You don't know that they're <laughs> real duplications. We could try. Also, you can't get into the vault. Also that. Okay. Uh, keep on trailer. keeping on. Uh, yep. The next floor down, uh, is split in half, so you have your hallway going down the middle. On the left is a vault that appears to exclusively contain precious gems. On the right, uh, works of art, jewelry, um, treasure items, basically. Crowns, necklaces, uh, paintings, sculptures. Chad inspects a couple paintings. Uh, go, make a history check. <laughs> Is that intelligence, I assume? Yes. Oh. I love the idea that Chad would oh. be like an expert <laughs> in human art. Four? Ah, like... <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Of... <laughs> this does not contain birds. <laughs> there's a lot of real pretty, uh, pretty paintings in here. <laughs> Some of them are very evocative. Something about bird vision doesn't, like, allow for perceiving paintings as representative well, I, of objects. He's just like, why gonna, is this cloth smeared with colors? We're going to <laughs> we're gonna take a, a short science diversion. How many cones do bird eyes have? Yeah, oh. animal facts. Oh, interesting. Um, birds actually have four types of cone cells. Ooh. Which means that Ched... A lot of this art doesn't make any sense because it is processed <laughs> in colors that human eyes cannot perceive. <laughs> oh. So it just looks like really bad art to me. It's very <laughs> modern. <laughs> wow. Who thinks this is worth, you know, more than a gold piece? This is all trash. <laughs> <laughs> and as you speak, you grow a scraggly beard and your your shirt becomes plaid. <laughs> Oh, birds with beards look weird. 
just just weird um i'm when i'm looking at these paintings i assume they're from like all different eras like i guess does lori collect any particular kind of paintings like she like a oh if a painting's a got like a wizard and a unicorn on it i have to have it or like oh i only collect pictures with lighthouses in them they are meticulously organized you can see that everything has a little plaque under it oh um because when you're a centuries old lich you know you need a hobby you have a lot of time for the she, little things. She very much enjoys both Renaissance art <clears throat> and surrealism. Yeah, there. You, if you, <laughs> all right, make me, uh, make me perception check, Terrajux. <laughs> Will do. If I was a centuries-old lich, my collection would consist of gifts of dancing skeletons <laughs> from she's all got, eras. She's <laughs> got like Rembrandt on one side of the room, and. Uh, crap. War, Edward, Edward Munch or Munch? Ten. Ten? Ten. Okay. Um, it, you don't, like, there's a lot of everything here. You, like, you can see, uh, elven, uh, bark paintings, um, famous Silval tree sculpts. Um, there's a lot of dwarven statuary, um, a lot of the jewelry uh, comes from the the various gemstone duchies around the continent. Um, you do notice that of like it takes you a minute to pick up on it, but there is a heavy predisposition of uh, art with religious iconography. Interesting, because. Um... From what we gathered from Lori, she's not older than the hatching. Correct. She's like five or six hundred years old. Yeah. Ish. Somewhere. I mean, we didn't city. ask because that'd be rude, but that's what she alluded to. Yes. Okay. Weird. Why would she? I feel like if you're. A creature that is vulnerable to radiant damage. The gods are sort of like a mm, pass. <laughs> hmm. I guess we had protection from good on just all the time. I mean, this is just like a flex for her, really. Just like throwing, you know, having all yeah. this stuff. I've got your paintings. I'm expecting to see like an entire holy temple down here, just like transplanted brick by brick. <laughs> You said some of the paintings were provocative. Did any of them connect to uh, Tara Jack? I No, I didn't says, uh, say provocative. <laughs> I said evocative. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, no, don't worry, Leland. I've got my eyes out for a panther holding a rose at all times. <laughs> if I see it, I'll let you know. Uh, but sure, why not? Tucked away into a back corner are some more salacious uh, paintings. Hell yeah. <laughs> and like, the room is labeled homework. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's a huge room in here. <laughs> I can't see the other end. All right, next floor. Okay. You head on down, and uh, this room contains, uh, again, two large vaults 
on either side of the hallway. And in them, you can see uh, there are a lot of like objects in here. Um, swords, suits of armor. Uh, there's a whole wall dedicated to scrolls. Um, wine racks full of potion bottles. Uh, that sort of thing. And there is a, another security checkpoint at the staircase opposite. And again, uh, you're starting to notice it more seriously now that there are uh, points in space that don't line up correctly. Um, a few pedestals appear to be overlapping, like you have double vision when you look at them. Um, one section of wall, like a chunk of the scroll storage, a big circle in it appears to be rotated 90 degrees relative to the rest of the uh, the shelf. Ooh, do they have one of those? Um, it, it's like a, um, it's, it looks like a really similar pattern throughout, but if you unfocus your eyes, you see an image hidden. A magic eye painting. <laughs> yeah. No, those were up on the previous <laughs> floor. Huh? Um, I get out my ergometer and I listen to how loud the crazed laughter is. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, guys, we just hit 0.2 Erkies. Hang on. You Buckle should be, up. You should be hooty hooty get bootying all of this stuff. Just saying. I guess technically she never said like we were under an NDA. Like we're not taking, yeah, we're not taking anything. Uh, that's a good idea, Leyland. I'll take some snapshots. Hooty hooty get booty. Okay. Just, uh, just little heat bits here and there. I'm, I'm focusing on the spatial distortions. Like, oh, this is for research purposes. But, but I'm also doing wide panning shots. Uh, okay. Yeah. So you you pull out the recording bottle and start taking images of the minor magic items contained within the vaults here. Onward. Uh, there is a very serious looking skeleton at the security checkpoint who is... Oh, put it away, put it away. <laughs> <laughs> what away? Exactly. Uh, I show him the pass and I slick back my hair even further. He uh, looks at the pass, the motes of light in his eye sockets... Uh, narrow a bit as he <laughs> examines it and um, after a moment he begrudgingly nods his head and hooks a thumb over his shoulder much obliged I imagine as we pass by Terajux it's like inch of skin that's been slicked back with his hair popped back <laughs> into place like his eyebrows <laughs> his eyebrows were like an inch higher and his, yeah, hairline, his um, hairline was an inch back so what it is is it's the um Super Mario 64, the opening screen <laughs> oh, where you can you, like, drag Mario's face, features yeah. back into yeah. a ghoulish rictus. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, it goes, <laughs> and bounces back into place. Wonderful. All right, let's go. Okay. You head down uh, another floor, and this is where things start to get pretty weird. Um, for a brief moment, you are on a staircase 
directly over another staircase that also contains you going down the same staircase. Ah, we're this is yeah, th this, <laughs> this is, is baby level stuff. Bog standard. Um, <laughs> I roll my eyes. I'm like, all right, zero point three urkies. Here we go. <laughs> some of the stairs are missing or slightly out of phase with reality. Well, that's just annoying. Yeah. Uh, you can't just walk stumbling. down anymore. I dream to... worse than this. <laughs> Probably. Oh, God. What? It'd be the worst because, like, every fifth step is just, like, a little bit lower. So you're just like, huh! <laughs> No. The, uh, the hatchling isn't, uh, like, an irritating prankster. Mostly. As far as Mostly. you know. <laughs> I don't know. Destroying reality was a pretty good prank. It's true. Just a um, prank, bro. But you don't know that the hatchling's intention was to destroy reality. Yeah, look over there, bro. There's a camera. Yeah, maybe its intention was just to be born. This hatching was a prank. Uh, right. so when uh, you reach the bottom of the staircase, you are greeted by um, what looks like a fairly large alchemy complex made all the larger by virtue of the fact that it appears to be slowly dissociating from itself. Mood. Uh, like, big chunks are starting to split off from, like, the central configuration and drift outwards. There are all the usual bits and pieces associated with my idealized version of alchemy, which means that this looks like um, the chemistry set from The Great Mouse Detective. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, yes. Wow. That oh. Yes. Takes <laughs> we have you back. Only the freshest references for you here on the Alchemist Club. Children who have not seen Great Mouse Detective, get your parents to find it. <laughs> my kids think it's too slow and won't sit there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that's probably fair. That's probably fair. Um Lots of lots of bubbling vials and tubes and alembics and uh, all those all those fancy things. Um, it looks like there are several potions that were in the process of being produced before the uh, the team came down here to try and extricate goods from Lori's vaults. Um, these largely being on chunks of floor that have not split into infinitely small pieces yet. Okay. Well, uh, just, I mean, we know where the door is, so... Yeah, you can see the door across from you. You, you will probably have to engage in some acrobatics or athletics to get there. Frankly, that sounds exhausting. I think I'll just walk. Yeah, well. I, I click my heels together, and uh, I think I believe, I think I believe, I think I believe. And I, <laughs> I turn on my winged boots. <laughs> Desmond I, appears I, behind I, you and just dumps glitter over your head. Yeah. <laughs> and it's whirled up into a swirl by the wind constantly around me. Glitter in everyone's faces. Ah, ah but it's damp glitter. Oh, so so he doesn't dump glitter on me. He throws a clod of glitter <laughs> it's, at it's me. It's like a paste. A single 
brick oh. of yeah. moist, oh. crumbling glitter. Or the grave last night. Yeah. Ah. He's like, I made it myself. Ah. Mm. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see you guys at the other side. <laughs> I do. Um, I'm going to hang around in the air in case someone falls, but it's like Chad and I can fly. This is this is fine. You're gonna yeah, blow. Feel, you're gonna like... blow fly to get across. This? No, this is, I'm not blowing fly. This. I have boots. Oh great! I have flight boots. They. I get like a three hours out of them or something. I could use it in like ten minute increments. So. Okay, so you don't have to like proc it and then. Yeah. No, use no, it no I'm not gonna be hours. flying for the next three hours. So well, not that you would have bridge. to fly, but. Yeah. Because I can make a water bridge. Winged boots. Um. I get. Well, I get why don't I try? Why don't I try to go across? I like. I'm, it's not. It doesn't look like a particularly like challenging obstacle course. You just have to make a couple of jumps. Mm. Yeah, I would well, like to use up one minute from my winged boots. Terrajux <laughs> and I could just like grab a hand from on each person and just fly everybody across. <laughs> they really, they really didn't want to risk jumping. I don't know how. How wide are these again? Okay. Well, I want to do everything in my power to keep from rolling dice because this was clearly put here to roll dice. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go across and jump. Okay. Make an acrobatics or athletics check, whichever you roll prefer. Dice. <laughs> All right, acrobatics. I promised the audience that there would be dice rolling this week. <laughs> I'm trying to keep from rolling dice. Eighteen. Yeah, you with a hop, skip, and a jump, you are you navigate the the alchemy sets and arrive at the staircase. Give everyone well, a thumbs up. You know, Desmond's kind of an older guy. Maybe, maybe we should help him out. I am not. Yeah. I am spry yeah, and young. Yeah, Desmond's <laughs> That's younger, That's Do you want to roll dice or not? He no, got I wanna, younger. I want to take a ten. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond spends a lot of time looking for the absolute narrowest portions of the of the cracks in the floor to step across. Yep. And uh, gingerly hops each one. The, the entire process takes about five full minutes. Falrock, how are you going to transport yourself across the room? Uh, well, I can just move across vertical surfaces and liquids on my turn without falling during the movement. Um, so oh, yeah, I'm just so he gonna doesn't have to roll dice walk either. along the wall. See, now it's a game. The, the, <laughs> the game is not to roll dice. Okay. All right. So yeah, Falrock <laughs> does a wall run, which he is somehow better at than normal walking. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like Titanfall. You go faster when you're wall, wall running. It's <laughs> <laughs> obvious. Onward. Down, down the stairs of. We brought a little of ye olde English in. Yeah. Uh, I We jaunt down ye stairs. Uh, you jauntily proceed down ye stairs and arrive in uh, a room that was uh, at one point similarly arrayed to the previous one, except that it bears all the trappings of uh, sort of an item workshop rather than an alchemy lab. Uh, you can see that there is a, a like a big loom in one corner um, on which most of a cloak is uh, resting. Uh, 
there are several benches that have like uh, vices and stands on them that contain various bits and bobs of uh, items that are in the process of being produced, um, mm -hmm. some of which look very close to completion. Uh, lots of tools lying scattered around. There are plans rolled out um, for projects that are currently being worked on. Uh, the gaps in the floor are wider here, and some of them appear to be venting a sort of noxious purple energy from time to time. Mm, I don't like that. Not a good sign. They well, good luck timely, with that. Are they <laughs> are they timely emissions? Yes, they are timely emissions. Okay. Then I will time my flight across the room around or base my my flight around the room on those uh those times. That seems fairly reasonable. Can I just fly higher than everything? Uh, the, I don't know how high the ceiling is. The ceiling is of variable height because chunks of it appear to be drifting away. Neat. <laughs> um, and I, it probably bears noting at this point that um, the cracks in the ceiling do not show you the alchemy lab above you. They appear mm. to be um, mostly dark. They're mostly dark up there. Uh, the cracks in the floor, also dark, but with the occasional, like, purple flicker at the quote-unquote bottom. Spooky. Very. Mm. Do not fall into. Gotcha. Sounds like All right, Desmond, plan. let's get you across. Okay. Let's uh, let's do it. Okay. Okay. The two of you are going to attempt to pick Desmond up and fly him across the room. Either that, or I was just going to assist him with his taking. Oh, you're going for the uh, assist the elderly <laughs> scout badge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which way is it again? <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you are. I mean, together going to then have to make acrobatics and or athletics checks. Uh, you still have to roll dice. You'll have Dirty. advantage because you're assisting each other. But... And I don't want to roll. I don't want advantage that I have to roll two dice. <laughs> <laughs> what a shame. This is my plan all along. Is to Now my game is to make you roll as many dice as possible. <laughs> well, I got a 17. I got a total of... Uh, twenty-five. That seems reasonable. You have like you you make it across. You've got Desmond by the arm. Every time you have to jump over something, you're assisted by like a little gust of wind Ooh. from behind. Every now and then, I'll just I'll do like a twirl and dip. Yeah, it, <laughs> throw a little jazz into it. It's uh, Desmond and Terrajux look like they're sort of doing ballet across the room. <laughs> Uh, Chad has flown. Leolin and Falrock, you also need to cross the room. Okay. Are the walls uh -huh. solid still? No. The walls are also suffering from extreme planar distortion. Alright. I'll roll for acrobatics then. Delightful. Uh, I rolled an 8. Cool. Uh, Falrock, what did you get? Bye, Leolin. Uh, I got a 19. <laughs> okay. 
so Falrock just does his normal monk thing and like is on the other side of the room. You don't really see what happens. He's very fast. Leolin, uh, as you are about halfway across, you misplace uh, your footing and slip and are uh, sort of dangling by your torso uh, above one of these cracks on the floor. Uh-oh. You can see um, an ominous purple light begin to grow beneath you. Chad, knowing the timing I for all of these. Up. <laughs> oh. You can make a strength check to try and pull yourself up. Oh, I don't like that. Can I cast Gust on him and just, like, yeet him back onto the platform? You can make a strength check <laughs> with advantage. A, I rolled a 19. Okay, yeah. So you scramble back up just as um, these sort of purple beams of energy lance up out of the crack. And then you make it the rest of the way across. If I look at my, like, feet, is there anything... No, you're fine. Do I have an extra toe or anything? You, your feet it's a mermaid are now tail. skeletal. No, you're fine. Okay, everybody is across. Are you going to then proceed down the stairs? Yeah. Okay. You so head... what level are we on now? What, eight? That was floor seven. Okay. We're going down. So on yeah, we're go on, up to the skeleton. I have to assume like his he's got two heads and his jaw is fused sideways into his temple. I show him our badge. <laughs> no, there isn't a security <laughs> checkpoint here. It's just like he's got Picasso'd. <laughs> yeah, I'm doubting doubting there's gonna be any more checkpoints. Well I I show my badge anyways in case he's invisible. Very reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's just like the security system in here obliterates you. I'm just like, what? you know what? No, what an amazing, what an amazing side effect of coming in contact with a dimensional, <laughs> just dimensional invisible. fuckery. You're just invincible now. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You never know. What a lucky skeleton. I feel like it'd be inconvenient after a while. And they don't have to worry about the whole vision problem because their eyes aren't based on wavelengths of light. Right. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, I can't sleep anymore. It's like, I'm a skeleton. Hee-hoo. <laughs> That's a... interesting. Yeah. Uh, All right. right. Onward and downward. You go further down, and you see uh, that this room is... It more closely resembles a series of floating islands with small oh, chunks God. of stone arrayed between them. Uh, on the chunks that are still intact, uh, you can see several objects that positively reek of necromancy, mm. um, along with yeah. a lot of bones. There are a lot of bones in this room. Um, along one chunk of wall, you can see uh, basically uh, the Vitruvian Man, but it's a skeleton, <gasps> like poster-sized. Oh, no. Um, extensively annotated um, in an impeccable uh, an impeccable script and as you enter the room on your little uh, shelf of safety you see many of the bones which are both scattered about on the tables and also drifting lazily through the air um, sort of rotating around a point at the center of the room uh, start to drift inward and uh, connect to one another and form a very large 
skeletal abomination, which uh, after the last few spines click into place, um, turns upon you and lets out a malevolent rattle. And uh, I think we will probably stop for the night there. Excitement, adventure, a cliffhanger. Will the party succeed against the skeleton abomination? Tune in next week to find out. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Don't touch that tile. We did if Desmond took the right spells. (laughs) Well, do I have a... uh... (laughs) Let me tell you about the spells. Um, they don't work. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed this episode of the Alchemist Club. There was dice rolling. I promised there would be dice rolling, and there it was, despite the players' best efforts. We tried. We tried real hard. <laughs> um, I have been Joe, your host and dungeon master for this thrilling D and D adventure. I'm sorry that it was mostly me describing things. Um, what else do I normally say here? Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. Give us a listen, leave a nice review, tell us what you think, share it with your friends. Um, and our Twitter handle is at alchemist underscore club. Our intrepid vault explorers today were... Daniel playing Chad Fleet. Cahill playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm Matt and I play Leolin. I'm Waffle and I play Tarjax. Thanks for joining us. Ebop. <laughs>